South Indian people are just big eaters. Anything to do with, you know, any functions or festivals or anything, it's food always gets high priority. Food for Thought, Episode 3. Boon Ganeshram was born in southern India and lives in Edinburgh, Scotland. In this episode, she talks to us about festivals, weddings and the traditional food of her home. My name is Boon Ganeshram and I'm 44 years old. I'm originally from a place called Trichy, which is a part of southern India. Agriculture is the main thing um, in southern India. For instance, um, rice. And I can very probably say that, you know, this is like 10,000 years ago, sorry, 1,500 years ago, uh, southern Indian states actually exported rice to the whole of Southeast Asia and to the Europe. So we are big exporters of um, rice. And um, so the old traditional food, when I say is pretty much rice, and though southern India has got so many spices and herbs and everything, they're all kind of like migrated from, some of them are migrated from outside. For, in, for instance, um, in, in the place where I came from, we only had pepper, the black pepper. And we never had chilies. Chilies were actually imported by the Portuguese to India. And um, we never had potato or tomatoes. All those ones have been, you know, came from the Portuguese through Burma. So the traditional food is more like the green lentils, rice, and um, the old vegetables like, um, looks like a string beans, but they're not beans, but looks very similar to the beans and all the pulses. So those are the traditional food. For instance, um, tomato, potato, chilies, and all those English vegetables like cauliflower, broccoli, they all kind of like came in the last 200, 300 years ago. When I was little, I still remember, we get most of the vegetables from our own garden. And every house, it's not like house in here, back home, every house have got their own decent sized garden where they plant pretty much all the vegetables and not all fruits, but some fruits and most of the vegetables and greens. Um, so rice comes from our own paddy, from our own field and we have our own little garden for all types of vegetables we don't actually go to the market to get unless it's like a, like a vegetable like broccoli or cauliflower you know and those kind of things we get it from markets which kind of like import things from outside but most of the um, uh, food or vegetables we get it from our own garden so it's all organic as well and we never known the term of you know we never used pesticides or any kind of like um, like a chemically we don't do a chemically grown plants it's all organic from our own manure and we all have cattle at home as well every every house they all have cows at least three or four house three or four cows in the house so we get our own milk and we use the manure as a fertilizer for the plants so it's all organic For instance, um, 
there's a vegetable called drumstick. I don't believe you've seen it. It's such a long vegetable. I don't know why they call it drumstick. The ocean name is called moringa. M-O-R-I-N-G-A. Okay. It's a tropical vegetable. And every house they have this plant. And which kind of like this put this plant sometime in winter time. And by the summer it goes like a really big tree. And it is from the tree. And that's the vegetable we kind of like have for the summertime. And the mangoes. Jackfruit. Papaya. Um, and um, we don't get spinach here. But leaf, when you say leaves, there are like five or six different types of leaves. And um, so those are all like summer, summer vegetables. There are some which is all around the year like banana. Um, interesting things they say about the banana is like the banana tree... Um, we kind of like use every little thing from the banana tree from the root to the leaf. The root is used, uh, what they use is like they put the root in a water, boil it and they drink the water the first thing in the morning during the summertime. It is meant to kind of like purify your stomach and um, helps you with digestion. The bark of this um, banana tree, it can be cooked. And you can make this really nice curry with that one. And of course, banana. And then the raw banana is beautiful. You can make curry with raw banana. You can make chips with raw banana. And the leaf, the banana leaf is something very important for southern India. Because any festival, any like birthdays or wedding, even for funeral or any, any special events, we always serve food on the banana leaf. And which is very important. Um... We don't, it's very hard to see, you know, people eat from a plate um, during the festival time. It's very unusual. We always use banana leaf. So banana leaf is, banana, the whole banana tree is considered to be one of the very important and it's grown all around the year. And next one is the coconuts. Pretty much every, every house has got coconut tree. Coconut tree, drumstick, banana, they're all like neem tree. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with neem. Neem is... Um, such a pitiful um, resource, nemus. And uh, for, ins- uh, for instance, um, chicken pox, people who get chicken pox, small pox, for the skin, for the hair, they kind of like get the neem, tree- neem leaves, they blend it with different, different, you know, they, they even eat it. And um, so it kind of like helps you with uh, reducing the heat in the body. So during the summertime, it's chicken pox and small pox is quite very common during the summertime back home. And uh, people use the neem tree to kind of like like, a, like an antibiotics. In southern India, um, we do have two big festivals. One is um, Pongal. I'm not sure whether you've heard about Pongal. Pongal is like a harvest festival, which comes in January. That's a big thing in southern India. And then second festival is Diwali. Diwali is more like, it is still celebrated in the south. It's more like a festival which kind of like originated in the north, but more down south as well. So those are the two main festivals. And Diwali comes around October and November. Um, I will talk, I'll, I'll, I'll say more about Pongal because I think Pongal is to do, you know, it is very South Indian and, and we all grew up. Celebrating Pongal is a big festival. Of course, Diwali is a big festival as well, but Pongal is the main one. See, um, in the south, it's mostly it's agriculture. It's the main occupation in the south. So um, what we do is, um, Pongal is nothing but 
you know, it's a thanksgiving, thanksgiving to the sun god and to thank all the ox and cows being used for agriculture. So this is mostly like, you know, the end of the harvest. So what they do is like, when they start harvesting, they store the rice, whatever they harvest first, in a very safe place, because harvesting is done like for two or three months. And this festival is at the end of the harvest. So once the harvest is all done, um, so it's a Pungal is about three or four days event. first day of the pungal we kind of like clean the it's like a spring cleaning clean the whole house whitewash the house and um, throw all the unwanted stuff all the unwanted stuff out and um, that's the first day and the second day is once the house is all cleaned and everything um, we take all the vegetables and the grains and everything harvest on the very first day and we make special curries and puddings and everything and we worship uh, this is all done quite early in the morning and um, that's when we have, I don't think you've seen sugarcane. Sugarcane is a main thing for the Pungal. And um, so actually sugarcane is one of this, uh, one of this thing which only grows during October, November, December and we harvest in January and we have sugarcane. Sugarcane is the main thing. Um, and we make rice pudding and we take all the first vegetables that we grow from the, from the um, farm and make the curries. It's all vegetarian. It's all vegetarian. And um, just to thank God and we do the special like puja um, to um, say thanks to the sun god because sun god is considered to be a main god which is um, which people kind of like worship for the whole agriculture because they need water, they need sun. You know, sun, sun is considered as a, a main kind of like um, What's the word? Main um, aspect. Um, without sun, it's it's you know it's going to be very hard, especially the southern India. And um, so they kind of like worship. They do the special puja with all those ingredients, all the curries and everything. And they also um, do um, all the cattle's been used for the harvest. They kind of like you know paint the horns of the cattle's and you know. All, kind of like clean the whole uh, the shed, the cattle shed and everything and uh, feed the cows. All the little children go and feed the sugar cane and rice and all the vegetables and everything. And so that's the second day, mainly to worship God, to say thank you for everything. And the third day, it's like more like a, like a sports event, kind of like what they do is like... Um, I don't know if they heard about um, um, there's a cattle race and what they do is like uh, they kind of like put some uh, cash or money in between um, the two horns of the cattle and they let the cattle run and people have to go and chase the cattle to get the money and uh, so it's 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 meant to be like a most like a like a bravery kind of like a event mostly men are involved and uh, all the women kind of like go and watch the men and you know some sometimes olden days, olden days, like like um, the girl wants to get married to the guy, you know. And he always look for like, oh, this you know, this guy is really strong and courage, and you know, whoever wins that cattle, uh, the fight, and um, the girl can choose, you know. This is like ages ago, ages ago. Um, so that's the third day of the uh, event, and um, 
So Pungal is the main thing because main occupation is agriculture. So anything to do with agriculture is the main festival in southern India. So um, for that, always rice and the jaggery. We make the rice pudding with the jaggery. And oh, it's lovely. Rice and lentil. And um, all the vegetables that we use during the harvest time is all the traditional vegetables that we get. We don't kind of like mix that with so-called English vegetables like carrot or broccoli, potato, tomato. We don't use them. We only use all the original, traditional, ancient vegetables that we grow. Indian wedding is not just one day wedding. It's like a week wedding. And every day is like different thing happens and the food is always... See, South Indian people are just big eaters, you know. Anything to do with, you know, any functions or festivals or anything, it's food always gets high priority. It's not just one meal they serve. Breakfast, for instance, I got, when I got married, it was time, it was like, they always have a time between 10 to 12. So some people come before the wedding, so there's about, I don't know, 400, 500 people come for breakfast and the whole 700 stays for lunch and... 300, 400 people stays for dinner. So this 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 group of people cook, you know, for the whole week. And um, so it's all vegetarian based. And wedding feast is like, depends upon how how much money you got, how much wealth you got, you know. If you're really rich, then you can have a big banana leaf full of stuff. And um, mostly what they do is like, um, they have like uh, two or three different starters made of lentils, rice and vegetables and uh, rice is main and then two or three different types of curries uh, mostly for the wedding there's always um, aubergine like a brinjal and um, drumstick which is this moringa um, and um, beans and carrots and most most of the curries are made from that and uh, there are traditional there are three or four different traditional vegetables we get and which will be used for every event. They are the local vegetables. They are the traditional vegetables. All these carrots, beans and everything, you know, we started getting in the last few hundred years, you know. But we still have the old traditional vegetables that we get. So we make all the curries and there's at least like 12 to 13 different items in each plate with at least two or three different desserts um, like lentil pudding, rice pudding. Um, sugar is not a main ingredient. We always use something called jaggery, which is um, unrefined sugar. So we don't use this the regular sugar that we get. It's always the jaggery that we use. It it's yellow color, and uh, you kind of like boil it and boil it, and then it becomes like a syrup, like a maple syrup, and then you use that syrup for everything. It tastes so much different. And so that's a wedding part. And the way day after the wedding is a funny day, which is what we do is like we invite, say, um, my husband's sides. So my family would invite every all the relatives and friends from my husband's sides, about, I don't know, 100, 200 people came over. And that's a day we kind of like have a meat feast. So eggs and mutton and chicken and biryanis. And uh, so that's event is very important because... People from my family and people from his family socialize with each other as well. See, the Indian weddings, it's just not two people getting married. It's just two families 
a big two families, you know, getting married. Pretty much that's it. It's not like two ind- independent person or two individuals who goes gets married and just more. It's it's family family marriage. Food for Thought, A Life in Four Courses is delivered by MECOP and funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund. This episode was produced by Emma Jane Harrington and Kieran Earls. Interviewer was Kate Hughes. Interview was transcribed by Kate Hughes and Grace Hugh Yan Wong. Special thanks to Boone for sharing her stories with us. To learn more about our work, visit mecop.org.uk.